Hi guys! Welcome to Everyone's Gay. I'm Chris Burns. I'm Brian Russell Smith. And today we have a very special guest with us, Zeke Smith from CBS Survivor. Is it CBS or CBS? CBS. CBS's Survivor. CBS's Survivor. He was um, on it twice. He was, was an twice. all-star. Mm-hmm. I was. Though, if you're not a Survivor fan, you will just know me as like the trans guy who got outed on Survivor. He's the trans guy from... That's also how I refer to him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the trans guy from Survivor. That's how he saved in my phone. Yeah. Oh, that's... Well, you guys are, like, yeah. friends. Yeah, Zeke and I have been friends now for, like, five or six years. We've been friends for a long time. You were actually in... You were in my first UCB class, in that Sketch 101 class we took together. That is how we But met. you didn't want to be my friend then. Oh, yeah. Because you were afraid of gay people. That's true. Oh. Out me here, bitch. You got... <laughs> Karma. If anyone knows how to out someone, it's me. <laughs> I was afraid of gay people back then. That's true. Yeah, because I was like, oh, we're going to be friends. And then you were like, mm. you just surrounded yourself with straight women. So yeah, that, no that sounds like you. And you weren't on Survivor yet when you guys met. No, I was on Survivor two years ago. Okay. I guess that's, I would have just come back from the first time. Uh, I so I did it back to back. So I did it once. Okay, and right. I got voted out, and literally twenty minutes after I got voted out, they said, "You want to come back in two weeks and starve oh, nice. and be tortured?" And I said, "Yes, thank you." So you got to go home, eat, and like replenish yourself a little bit. Yeah, I hid out in my apartment for basically two weeks. Yeah, uh, I ate sushi. I ate fish and rice, which is what you eat on uh-huh. Survivor when you do get to eat. Uh, I told like four people I was going back, and then I went back, and then by the time I returned. I'd been off the grid for four months. Like, no one had heard from me. I'd gone through, like, two rounds of, like, social torture, and it had this thing happen, which would radically change the course of my yeah. life. And everyone was like, where the fuck you been? Let's go party. And I was like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> I couldn't leave my house without a backpack filled with a Nalgene protein bars, two changes of socks, two changes of underwear, a sweatshirt, a rain jacket, and a fresh pair of pants. Oh, God. Wow. I was Me too. I was That's how I live every day. Um, <laughs> a wig. I didn't, I didn't mention this to you before, though. I'm a huge Survivor fan. Well, did all right. Did Chris tell you? Uh, he might have mentioned. Yeah, I mentioned of course he did. It. I, I I was like, oh my god, you're friends with Zeke? Because I saw <laughs> on Instagram that you guys like tagged each other in something, and I think I texted you. Oh, and I was probably. like, what the fuck? But yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I was like a little nervous when you came in. I was like, oh my god, there's Zeke. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know Zeke is so my character Crystal that's popular at the Betches. Uh, whatever, yeah. Is Zeke was the very first person. We workshopped it together. Who did Crystal with me. Oh, nice. Yeah. I came out of his bathroom with terrible... Ma- I had just lipstick on and that fucking wig before I could do makeup. And um, uh, Debatable. Tank- oh, you can do it now. Uh, I'm bitch, I can do it now. <laughs> um, and a tank top that I turned into a halter. Yeah, an off-the-shoulder dress. Yeah. That was so interesting because what we did is we were shooting some sort of like little potentially like bachelor parody for you it's before you started working here but it's like the stuff you do at betches but we were you were doing it in my apartment and it was like a reality show interview which i just Mm -hmm. spent four months doing yeah and i was like i i just know how to do it and we just workshopped it and i was like we need to get you a beer we need to get you a cigarette we need to get you weed (laughs) and crystal was born yeah crystal's just me with a wig really yeah um but we were talking so zeke famously was outed as trans on survivor yeah it was tra- it was dramatic to watch and everyone it w- oh it was lovely to be there i mean yeah i'm sure for you <laughs> it was different but i remember because i i saw it trending on twitter before i watched the episode uh-huh. and so i was like what the fuck happened and then because i usually don't like spoilers obviously so i didn't look and then i watched it and i was like that fucking asshole <laughs> Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, and it was I a gay watched man. It. Yes, a well, gay man outed you, which is not surprising for me. Because yeah, I, guess. I would say the majority of my 
experiences where people have been mean to me because I'm trans have been from members of the community. Yeah. And not for been from people without the community. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think, like, you know, we all deal with a certain amount of, I think, internalized shame and mm-hmm. self-hatred yeah, and yeah. weird stuff. And when we, like, hate the queer part of ourselves, it often radiates that we are not nice to those yeah. people in the world who are, are also queer. And yeah. I think I, I got a little bit of his blowback. Yeah. Well, um, if you guys, I mean, you probably remember it more than I do. <laughs> Wouldn't it be but, funny if you didn't? Yeah. Like, Brian remembers it better than you well, do. Well, <laughs> I just remember because it was between you and this other guy. I don't remember his name, and I don't, won't say and it. No one ever will. Um, <laughs> and he was like... Zeke has been keeping this secret from you. He's such a good liar, so you shouldn't trust him. Yeah, that was basically his justification, right? Yes. <laughs> what a fucking prick. That is crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it's it's interesting. So this the the dude who was playing it was his third time that he was uh-huh. playing, and this was the first time he was playing out. So yeah. the first two times he played, he did not want to talk about the fact that even though he's sort of like a screaming queen, he did not want yeah. to talk about the fact that he. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was not shocked. Every now and again. Yeah. Were, did, were the producers, did the producers know that, I was that trans? you were trans? Yeah. Okay. I mean, you have a pretty extensive, um, you know, go through extensive medical screening before you do Survivor. Yeah. And also, you know, there was did always a chance. Did they ask you if you wanted to talk about it before, like on the show? Or mm. were you just like... So I always sort of like took the more aggressive road. And I, like when I did my first application, I didn't tell them that I was trans. Because also like something like people in my life did not know yeah. that I was <laughs> trans. Including Chris. Including Chris Barnes. <laughs> uh, it, it was, you know, I, when I, I transitioned 10 years ago, which is like a million years ago in terms of trans progress. And like when I How transitioned... How old were you? I was 20. Okay. And... I transitioned before Chaz Bono. Mm-hmm. So I I was out as like a different type of queer growing up. And I did not know being trans was an option until I was 18. And I showed up in college in Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, and then it took me a couple of like years to like wrap my head around. It and I was like, oh, yeah, this is true about me. But like even I, who was a very well-researched, like enthusiastic young queer person, hadn't encountered trans men before. So I was really the first trans guy like on anyone at my college's radar. I was the first kid to actively transition yeah. at my college. And it was like very public and very painful. Were people and, assholes? Uh, yes. I mean, not in the sense that people would like call me the T word and shove me into the lockers, yeah. right? Not like sort of like glee style bullying. But a lot of my queer friends really... And a lot of people do this. When people like say that they're trans, they're like, really? Are you sure? Are you sure you want to do that to your body? And you're like, I have been in turmoil for 20 years and I finally found the answer. Get on fucking board. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was it was very hard. Uh, I, this was not when trans acceptance was where yeah, it is Yeah, Caitlyn now. Jenner wasn't Caitlyn Jenner yet. Oh my not, God, we were talking about that the other night, how I am Kate. Was that what that show was called? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually, I mean, say what you will about the Kardashians, and Lord knows, say what you will about Caitlyn Jenner, but I Am Kate really focuses on, like, the lives and experiences of some pretty amazing trans mm-hmm. women, and is a very like, good... Like, the, the supporting characters are great. Yeah. Yeah. And she's sort of not in most of it. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, so, after I had... And, like, look, I was out as queer growing up in Oklahoma City and a very conservative. So my entire life, I had been sort of the punching bag of, you know, social ostracization for a very long time and then I moved to New York and kind of everything was in order and nobody knew me as anything other than like Zeke the dude and I was just happy to keep it that yeah. way. Uh, I mean truly. I So Zeke had sent us an email before I think it was before Survivor came out or before you left? No, it was, it was after I came back and I was 
I was so stressed out. So the intention was to go play one season of Survivor and not do very well and then come home and be like, oh, hey, everybody, this is a thing. Um, but instead, like, I played two seasons of Survivor and this thing happened and I was really traumatized when I got back and I didn't quite... Like, I didn't have the courage to sit down all of the people who needed to know and deserve to get that information face-to-face. Yeah. I didn't I didn't have it in within me. And I got, like, something had happened. So there was, like, a Reddit thread on the Survivor Reddit that was, like, Zeke is trans. And it got picked up by... Before it went to air. Like, in the, so I got out... My outing aired in April, and this went on Reddit in October. Uh, and it got picked up by a news outlet that shall remain unnamed and then the it was not batches <laughs> it was not batches uh it will remain un- unnamed until we turn the, the podcast mic off, yeah. uh and the reporter like called threatening to write this article that like there is a survivor contestant who has not talked about the fact that he is trans but you should know that he is trans um <sighs> that's so fucking crazy and he was a gay guy what the fuck yeah uh there was also uh, and the reason why I had to also write this panicked email is that that Reddit thread was picked up by someone I used to do improv with who mm-hmm. took the, the... They're all bad. Took it on himself to email that information to uh, members of my gay improv team named Judith. Okay. Uh, so now everything just had to happen very quickly. So I just had to send this email that was like... Hey everybody, there's this thing that I've never talked about. I'm trans, and like, please keep it amongst yourselves. And like, uh, you know, bye. Oh man, I'm sorry. That sucks. I also reacted. <laughs> so like, when I got that email, I had texted another friend of ours, Lauren, who was on the email as well, and I was like, um, "What the fuck is happening?" Because like Zeke has just never shown any signs to me of like wanting to be a woman at all. <laughs> and then she texted back like, "No, baby, he." he's already done with it. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Um, but yeah, I really was so surprised just cause you know, yep. Yep. People didn't know everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you had to go back to back seasons. Mm -hmm. When did you find out you were doing it again? Uh, so we are out there filming. I yeah. get voted out on day 33. Jeff Probst goes, the tribe has spoken. He Which is pretty far. Yeah. I went. I, I, so you're what number? I, I came in ninth place. Okay. I actually. I well, went, you were on the jury. Oh, yeah. Is, I, yeah. You, do were you guys, do you guys sign bench. NDAs? Is there something like you want to be able to answer? Uh, I can basically answer anything. Okay. You want. What happens when you guys get voted off? And then you're part of the jury. Sure. So like, where do you go? Let me answer both of these questions okay. at once. Sorry, I'm like very curious. No, it's it's great. <laughs> I understand you're a Survivor fan. I get it. I used to be a big Survivor fan. I was um, a Survivor fan when Z. And now you hate Survivor. it. No, I just think I've done it, and yeah. I'm moving on to the yeah. next phase of my life. Me because too. who wants to be a perennial reality star? Ugh, I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> so you get you your torch is snuffed. You like walk into the darkness. Someone finds you. You go and <laughs> me you... on Fire Island. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god! Have you told that story? Yes, I have. Keep right, going. Uh, <laughs> you do your final little confessional, which is like, ah, oh, shucks, I got voted out, and I'm gonna get him next time. And so I do that, and I kind of have this moment. Where I'm like, oh wow, 33 days. I'm really proud of how I did. I did better than I thought I would. And then I hear tap, tap, tap on my shoulder, and it's Jeff Probst still in his little tribal council outfit, and he goes, uh-huh. come here. And he like takes me into the woods, and is oh like, oh my god, did you think you were about to fuck? Yeah, I did. I was like, 
<laughs> you know, I was trying to get the saliva in my mouth to give him like the best BJ I could. I'm like, fine, I'm going to get to suck Jeff Probst's cock. I'm going to deep throat the shit out of this. He's never going to go back to his wife ever again. Um, but instead, he didn't pull out his dick. He said, uh, we're doing an all-star season and we want you to be part of it. And it starts filming in two weeks and we need to know your answer. Uh, and I negotiate. I, I, I made him wait for 48 hours. But yeah, so basically I got voted out and knew immediately I was going back. I was home for a hot second and then yeah. was off again. Okay, I mean, but you were. Oh part- yes, and then yeah, so after you, you so you, uh, there's this place called Ponderosa, uh-huh. which actually they there's a web series attached to Survivor where you get to watch all the jury members at Ponderosa, which is just a really shitty resort where there's no hot water and the food is barely edible, but there's lots of booze. Oh, okay, so it's kind of like that drag thing, drag RuPaul's Drag Race thing. What's that called? What is, which one? You know like how there's like house? there's like RuPaul's Drag Race and then there's like oh, it's kind of like Untucked, Untucked but yeah. Untucked they're still on the show. Yeah. So it's, it's just, about, it's like, like just a bunch of drunk crying people, basically. They're more like, like drunk and win. angry. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you're what not you so th- much sad as you're angry. And then this is sort of the the misunderstood part of Survivor is that the people who pick the winner are all the people who are at Ponderosa. And everyone who's at Ponderosa is mad that they're not like still getting to manipulate their way to a million dollars. So you start trying to manipulate other people so that your person wins. Oh. So everyone's always trying to manipulate the win. That's why people are like, how did Michelle beat Aubrey in Survivor Cambodia? Or yeah. in Korong? And it's because the the big dominant voices playing at Ponderosa hated Aubrey and wanted Michelle to win. Oh. Who was the girl? There was a girl that I watched Survivor like years ago, and then I obviously watched Seek Season. And um, what was her name? Sandra. Yeah, Sandra. Yeah. I played with her. Mm-hmm. Didn't you beat her in All Stars? I'm the I am the only person that ever can, beat Sandra. That ever beat Sandra. Yeah, it was fucking bad ass. How far did I you get in All Stars? Tenth. Okay. How how did you beat? Oh, because it was between you two. No, I I'm the only person who has ever successfully led a vote against Sandra. I'm the only one who's ever gotten. I feel like I would have an anxiety attack after anxiety attack while playing, like like trying to talk shit, like strategy about people behind their backs, and then like trying to be like nice to their face. Like, well, I I I think that's part where the starvation aspect actually helps you because when you're in that like sort of. A survival, no Yeah, you sort of like, you know how people who are super religious fast for days on end and they get to this like blissful state? That's where you live in. You live in this sort of like elated, blissful, hungry state. And I think it like cuts off so much of your brain that you're not just thinking, you're just acting. Mm. Oh, I should try that. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds great. That sounds like a great diet. Can you still drink? Yeah, and you would be a much cheaper date because it would only take like one or two to get you there. Oh my god! Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, what happened the night that you were outed when you got back to tribal council? When I got back, got back to, to the, the thing. Yeah. Uh, so I, I was just like, "Fuck!" I well, I guess like my biggest thing was like, "I'm so screwed to win the money now. No one's ever gonna let me get anywhere near the end." Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have to like play this down. So we get back to tribal council, or we get back from tribal council, and I think I opened with, uh, "Hey, what a boring tribal, right, guys?" <laughs> And like trying to like laugh it off. Yeah. And really, I was dying inside. <laughs> yeah, because my entire life had been turned upside down. And yeah, I uh, I went and like had an interview because sometimes you have to do an interview after tribal. And then we went to bed, 
And I remember typically I slept by the fire because I was one of the fire tenders who would help keep the fire alight yeah. at night. But of course you were. Uh, two, my two friends, Debbie and Sarah, said, "Come sleep in the shelter with us because then there can't be a camera on you because the shelter was so deep." So we slept at the very like back of the shelter, and Debbie whispered to me, "She's like, if you have to cry, like this is your chance to cry." Oh, and I oh, cried like the two tears. That makes me want to die. Oh, I was able to cry. That's sweet. And then I went to sleep. Are you, do you talk to anyone still? The only person I keep in touch with is my buddy Dave, who okay. I played on my first season with. The nerdy guy. Yeah, nerdy guy. He's a TV writer. Yeah. We were rivals in the show. We were yeah. always like coming after each other. Um, now we live proximate to each other in LA. Okay. Um, I mean, there are a handful of people. I'll text every now and again. But my, uh, I, oh, I'm also really good friends with Brett. Who, yeah. who uh, was a 42-year-old uh, <laughs> cop who came out to me on the oh, show. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, we had a very touching, <laughs> so we keep in touch. I love That's that nice. he came out and was like, "This is going to be my story." Yeah, this is going to be the big. This is going to be the big story. Well, we like to think of it as like we had like the beautiful. We had like the moment where we're like, "This is how it can be beautiful. How yeah. people can confide in each other." Versus like the terrible moment. And actually, I won a Glad Award for my work with Glad in the wake of what happened to me on yeah. Survivor, and I took Brett as my date. Aww. Well, you know, I think like so. Survivor is like obviously a very successful TV show. It's been running for so long. But it's not really necessarily part of the zeitgeist anymore. Like, we're not, like, if something dramatic happens on Survivor, I'm not getting a Twitter notification about it. Right. But when that happened, that was, like, actually a part of the zeitgeist. Yeah. It's very rare. So Survivor has this, like, dedicated eight to nine million fans who tune uh-huh. in every Wednesday night. It always wins its time slot, and it usually wins Wednesday night. Yeah, the Survivor is- fans are fucking crazy. I can tell yeah. firsthand by... The people who you've would, had to like, interact with. Yeah. Yes. So Zeke would have viewing parties like for his season. And there was so many fucking psychos that would like they live for it. And I was just like, <laughs> like well, they play it. They yeah. Live, I mean, sometimes I do fast forward to the like the um, challenges. And then the, I live for the challenge. Whatever. But I used to fast forward through the challenges. You did? Yeah. I liked the. um I love the challenges. Yeah, I love the challenges. I don't yeah, know. I like, do, I like doing them. They're fun. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm. that's why I was like, you're like, Zeke was on Survivor, and I'm like, let's just, like, I, I'm i the trans guy who got added on Survivor. People yeah. are like, oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know anything about yeah. Survivor. Well, what was also really was nice about that moment is everyone there was very, like, yeah. supportive. Yeah, well, and the girl who won was, like, very... Like seemed changed from it. What's her name? Do you remember? Sarah. Sarah. Yes. What's her What's her name? Do you remember? I don't know. <laughs> Imagine if he was like, no, I don't remember who won. No, I. So I've done a lot of activism around uh-huh. that night. I actually go and speak to colleges and corporations, uh, sort of using my experience on Survivor in that night in particular uh, as a textbook case of like how to be an ally to a marginalized person in crisis, mm-hmm. and like, you know. Yeah, the dude outed me, but like there is this beautiful thing that you have a very diverse group of people. Like you have, like they're very diverse in who they are, their race, their age, their gender, their their place in life, and each and every one of them immediately, unquestionably comes to my defense, including Sarah, yeah. who's a conservative cop from Iowa, who's yeah. like a, a mega church attending Christian, who was like, you know what, I didn't know, but I've known Zeke for eighteen days, and I don't know a lot of queer people, but like. He, nothing has changed for me, and I am changed in my understanding of the LGBT community. Okay. How oh. did the guy know who outed you? Did he just clock you, or did he? Did you tell him? No, I did not tell him. Uh, 
it's complicated how he knew uh but i think like the story the the best story is that like i you know i've have, i've have scars on my chest mm-hmm. and if you don't know what they are you don't know what they are but if you know what they are they're very clearly chest surgery yeah. scars yeah all right Fucked up yeah fact app of him <laughs> well whatever it's, yeah, I mean, you know, I know anyway, he's okay, on the pod next. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's I don't know if that guest. moment feels like so long ago. Yeah, I think I, that it's changed my life so incredibly. It changed my life in a couple of ways. The first of which is I was just kind of an asshole comedian like Chris uh-huh. uh, <laughs> with sort of zero sense of social responsibility, no desire to be a leader of the in my community whatsoever yeah. but that has changed radically um i basically have had to put comedy on the back burner for two years and learn how to be a role model uh, i i i speak i work with glad but the work that's really i think changed me the most is i've gotten involved with mentoring trans youth in los angeles mm-hmm. and uh, i've been doing it for a year now and i always used to think of like being trans is this thing that happened to me and that I had to deal with and I was just sort of wading my way through these waters without much guidance. And now I think of it, I think more of these boys Mm -hmm. um, and how I didn't have role models. I didn't have any, like I didn't know how to like be a transgender adult. There's lots of advice about how to transition, but not about how to live the rest of your life, which Mm -hmm. is why I was like, well, well, I just won't tell people that I'm trans. Um, but that has a limited shelf life for a number of reasons. Yeah. And I think now, like, I, you know, Chris asked me before the podcast, are, are there any things that are off limits? And I think even up to like six months ago, I would have said, I don't want to talk about being trans. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, yeah, I want to talk about it because I want to be an example to the younger boys going up, growing up, right? Like, I just want to be a, a touchstone for them, right? Even if I'm not like a great role model, because I am, <laughs> I am a fucking asshole. Well, but I, I would like to... Uh, you know, I would like them to have some sort of guiding. Yeah. Life. I mean, just being honest is just sometimes just enough because, you know, because everyone's kind of an asshole in themselves. Like, it's kind of better to see the I'm flaws as amazing. well. I'm very sweet. And oh, kind. that's true. How's your family? Like, did, they're fine. Yeah. I because they I mean, they obviously knew everyone on Survivor. It's not like it was a shocking. Yeah. I mean. Yes, they clearly. <laughs> 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 They've been there for all of it. Yeah, they're fine. I, I'm not super close to my family. My yeah. chosen family is sort of my. They're my people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, was a bad, that was a bad one. I Chris. know. My uh, boyfriend does it really well. Oh, there you yeah, go. There Thank you. Go. you. You can redeem yourself. Thank you. Um, do you want to get to our yeah, listener question? question? This Great. is not directed for you. This, this is, is just for all of us. This is just like a general. Great. We get some question. random questions from people. I feel like we always need to clarify that because we're like they. Because people are like, me. why are they pointing this at me? Because like, no. this one's about being ghosted, and I don't want you to think you're gonna ghost it. Although I'm ghosting you, I do a lot of ghosting. Do you? Yeah. Since when, you little bitch? Who are you ghosting? Boys, I don't want to date anymore. <laughs> you're such a monster. <laughs> what, oh, okay, before we get into the question, what's the limit on ghosting someone? Like, what? How far along into the relationship is it okay to ghost someone? Um. It, mm, you go because I'm crazy. So my answer is going to be different. I think as long as you haven't defined anything and have had less than six interactions, you can go someone less than six interactions. Okay. Like six I'll in-person yeah. interactions. What about sex? Uh, what about sex? <laughs> <laughs> what if you've had sex? Oh, yeah, can you, you can go, someone? go someone? Okay. I mean, you, you might be an asshole, but what I mean, if like, you haven't had sex? Can you go someone? Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, easier. obviously, but like, but if you've you had f- sex, does I mean, m- like, if you've told, like, if you've done something intimate with someone, like, told them your middle name, 
then we get into gray territory. But um, if it's my just middle sex, name is my stage name, so ghost, ghost away. What if you've met? Well, okay, we. Won't, I'm definitely sex, getting but, ghosted. But like, <laughs> both of them. Okay. Anyways, let's I'm definitely getting question. ghosted. But anyway, this is a different <laughs> story. Um. <laughs> hey, Chris. Uh, the the uh, subject is how to know if I'm getting ghosted. You already are, girl. If you have um, to ask, you're getting ghosted. <laughs> yeah, that's why I never ask, because I know. Uh, hey, Chris and Brian, I'm wondering the age-old question. Am I getting ghosted? I'm so pretty I've sure Galileo was philosophizing. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've, so I've been talking to this one guy for a little over three months. At this point, we have agreed to be exclusive, but not officially in a relationship. Bad sign. After our last date, he suddenly started sending very short text snaps, and it was very hard to get a conversation out of him. I took this as he needed space, but it has now been four days, and he has not so much as text or Snapchat at me. I see him posting on Facebook and Snapchat, so does this mean I just got ghosted, or did I accidentally ghost someone by offering too much space? Thanks for all the help. Love, Blaine. Are we allowed to blah? Whatever. Blaine. Uh, I'm changing he didn't the name because I don't know if He it's didn't say not to say his name. But anywho, is all... If it's in four fucking days, like, why don't you just text them? Like, that's that's, that's something that always bothers me about, like, people in these, like, relationships and being ghosted and whatever. It's like, why don't you just pick up the goddamn phone? I think what's happening here, as someone who's been a Blake many a time. Well, you um, just said his name, so hopefully he didn't want to be. Well, you know, if you wanted to be, listen, you have to say what you want in this world. And if you want it to remain anonymous, you have to say that. Um, also, it's a first name. There's a ton of people named Blake. Um, my brother is named Blake. It's, is it's your, brother. your brother. I don't know. I haven't talked to my brother in two years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's him unless he's listening to the everyone's gay podcast <laughs> and emailing gay at betches.com. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm going to go ahead and say, yes, you're being ghosted. Um, I don't blame you for being ghosted because I understand the point of view of like, Oh, I'm just not going to talk to him. I'm playing the game. He's going to message me. But honestly, at the end of the day, he's just not that into you girl. So I have a question. Uh, right, sorry, I'm just reviewing. I'm reviewing. After our last, you'd been talking to a guy for a little over three months. And then after their last date, he started being short, but it was hard to get conversation out of him. Yeah, I think he's just moved on. Yeah. I'm right? sorry. Or after the last date, he decided he didn't like you. Well, you know, I was trying yeah. to be polite, Chris. No tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. But <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's good. Oh my god, it's from there's a drag queen on Drag Race. I can't take um, I can't take credit for that. Oh, but okay, yeah. thank you. I mean, I would just actually reach out if you want to know. Then just fucking ask. I would get a little bit drunk and text and be like, "Are you trying to literally fucking ghost me right now? Because I will yeah. fucking drag your ass, and it's not going to work out for you." But that's something that you'll be able to tell stories. Well, about see, later. I would think about this differently because clearly you have feelings for this guy and you're sad that he is not communicating with you, but also he's not treating you well. And if he's not treating you well now, he's not going to treat you well later. So I move on. Yeah. Like you're, you're worth more. Also, what's a short snap? Like, like what does that mean? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't use Snapchat, it's, but it's like, does that mean like the picture is bad? I think it's probably just like dumb things or it's like snaps that he's sending to everybody. Um, right? Do you Snapchat? Yeah. I've never, I've no, never Snapchat. Yeah. Once, I think we're once, all a little once Instagram started Insta Story, like, what was the fucking point? You yeah. know. Is and then Kylie point? Jenner said it was over, and so I was officially out. Actually, did you know that Snapchat? Like, that's actually the most wild thing about Snapchat is that they like had a severe hit, and they their lost stock like a billion dollars when Kylie Jenner said on Instagram that Snapchat was over. A million people deleted Snapchat <laughs> that day. <laughs> that's Kardashians fucking have crazy. too much power. 
They really um, do. Yeah. I mean, they're worse than Trump, I think, like in the monsters that we've created as Americans. Well, I'm a part of that. The issue <laughs> I'm, a part of, I'm that. a part of it, too. I I'm the, the Sarah Huckabee Sanders of the Kardashians. <laughs> 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 they could endorse the next president. It's like Oprah. When an Oprah endorses a, like a, a candidate, they like get immediately get elected. Yeah, but both Kim and Courtney have gone to the White House and like had meetings Courtney? with Trump. Yes, no, Courtney. No, Courtney hasn't. Courtney went, I swear to God. They've got the Kanye West connection. I don't remember yeah. why she went, but there's a picture of her there. No, I know Kim went. Courtney go? Yes, she did separately. Courtney says she doesn't pay. She doesn't watch the news. She doesn't pay attention to what's going on in the world because well, it makes her sad. Well, uh, <laughs> like what privilege that? Must oh, Courtney. Be. Oh well. So yeah, Blake. It seems like y- you were, but just you know. I get it, girl. Be sad about new. it. Be sad about it. Delete the number. I feel like a lot of the don't times, don't write it down anywhere. We get questions from people who already know the answer. And I think you already know. Yeah. If you have to ask, you already know. But this is also something that I would be like, well, maybe they don't actually. Maybe they do like me because. Blah, 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 but blah, blah, I, w- blah. I would just reach out and ask them. Be like, is this not working out? No, I would literally be like, are you literally trying to fucking ghost my ass? Because I'll haunt you. <laughs> I'm Casper, you bitch. You think you can ghost? <laughs> that is my next tweet. <laughs> you think you can ghost me? I'm fucking Casper, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You I have to remember to that. do like um, well, just listen to our podcast and you'll remember. Yeah, truly, <laughs> I'll have to re-listen to this for, to remember the tweet. <laughs> oh, well, Zeke, Zeke where can our where can our listeners find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zekerchief, which is Z E K E R C H I E F. Um, on both places? Yes, both places. Is you can also email me, ZekerChiff at Gmail. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, mm. Is it because you smoke a lot of weed, Chief? Uh, no, it's... Uh, yeah, do you? No, it's... it's I, will, I don't do anymore. You? I used to smoke a lot of weed, but then the weeds no longer made me happy. They made me sadsies. Wait, mm. really? Are you not smoking weed anymore? Very little. It makes me so like anxious and paranoid and sad. Really? Really. It, like, it used to do the opposite, and now I'm just like... <gasps> I think it's because I'm trying... I used to like consume things to numb myself. And now that I am like writing a bit more prolifically, I need to actually feel things. And it's not, it's not helping. It makes me feel things too, like acutely. Speaking of writing prolifically, you're working on something that you're writing prolifically. (laughs) Yeah. I'm working on a memoir, which just got a bunch of rejections. Uh, (laughs) And the the first way that it was written, I was, because most people are still like wrapping their heads around and slash are uncomfortable with trans people. And I was like, oh, well, I'll do the thing that I've been trained to do to make people more comfortable, which is trying to make them laugh. Yeah. And so I wrote this very uh, kind of like irreverently, darkly funny version of the memoir, which I really liked and everyone who read it really liked. Uh, But everyone who read it also knew me. And it was not being read well by people who did not know me and did not okay. have a prior sense of my voice. And they were like, we're just not connecting to it on a human level, which means I have to do the thing that I hate most in my life, which is like be vulnerable, yeah. and raw, and honest. And it's not something I do well, um, as Chris can attest to. Like, I keep things very, very private <laughs> for very long parts of time. Like the fact that you're not smoking weed anymore and we're supposed to go to a Connecticut lake house this weekend. I still brought <laughs> weed for you. Oh, thank you. There is still weed. And the, and the dude smokes weed. Uh, uh, but yeah, so it's, it's, it's so new because not only do I not like to be raw and vulnerable with other people, I don't even like to do it with myself. 
And so now I'm having to have these like moments of like deep self-honesty about like at your core, don't you hate yourself because of this thing that <laughs> happened when you were three? Yeah, that's always not fun. That's always happens always happens late at night, especially when you're stoned. Yeah, like laying in bed. Yeah, that's why I take enough Benadryl to fall asleep immediately. Oh, I go. used to like you know swig straight from the Nyquil bottle. Oh, mm, sometimes yes, I bitch. do that. Yeah, baby. used to. Am I right? Yeah, used to. I'm good now. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you have questions similar to Blake. <laughs> Sorry, bitch. Um, you can email us at gayatbetches.com or DM us at everyonesgay underscore. That's gayatbetches.com. Yeah. So, gay. yeah. Underscore. Okay. Well, is, is there any other housekeeping things I'm forgetting? No, I think that's that. Oh, um, yeah. Rate, subscribe. Yeah. Review. Please. Go see Crazy Rich Asians. Oh, yeah. yeah go see. Why would we say that? Oh, my boyfriend's there. What? Oh. oh. You're so supportive. I'm very proud of him. Also, oh. watch Superstore on NBC back October 4th. What's your boyfriend's name? And now cross-reference both the movie and the show and figure out who the boyfriend is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you figure it oh, out. Oh, yeah. And then, and then DM us. I will say in both of them, he's the gay one. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a type. And he might be the Asian one. Yeah. What okay. makes you think yeah. that? <laughs> He's the Gaysian one. He's All right, the guys. Gaysian one. Uh, Till next time. Bye. Peace. Batches.